When God joins a man and woman together, it was for the sole purpose of divine covenant and communion. That bond, that union, and which is called marriage, as diversities, trials, and tribulations, like any other walk in life that nobody prepared us for. Nobody taught us the true meaning of the vows we took in front of hundreds of witnesses that sat before us the day we walked down the aisle. But what about the days, the months, and years after? Think about it. Who taught you how to be married? Did anyone prepare you or give you the proper training on marriage? Yes, we watched our parents, but did we learn the righteousness? Did we see the many disagreements and arguments? See, we learned and was taught that love will cure everything. But what about the knowledge, the wisdom, and the understanding? We all need help. We all need guidance. We all need direction. So this recorded session with Chris Jones, his beautiful wife Maria Jones, and Andrew Adams called The Grace Place, hopefully could inspire, encourage, motivate, and save someone's marriage. This is not counseling or therapy session, but it could be used as such. This is simply an open discussion, a conversation, and dialogue. Stay tuned as Double A Productions presents Grace Place. Afternoon. Once again, again, (laughs) wherever you are. We back again. Um Chris Maria, love your lovely wife said there need to be more parts to communicate. Right, right. So we're gonna get into the communication gap, what separates us and what brings us together. You know the distance in that. Right. Again, right. Again. Again, I am Andrew. This is my good friend Chris, his wife Maria. Yeah, so um, in our last episode, we talked about um, effective communication and just some basics around uh, communication, how we communicate, uh, what we communicate, when we communicate uh, with our spouses. So we want to pick up um, in this episode talking about uh, some of the differences between um, men and women, because we know that we are different. God created us differently. Um, you know, he, he fashioned Adam and, and then he breathed into him. He fashioned him from dirt and breathed into him. But when he created the woman, you know, he took us from the man's side, from his rib. So we know that, you know, we are different. We are different by God's design. So when it comes to communication, we have to know that um, we're going to communicate differently because we speak differently, we think differently, um, and a lot of times we just act different. So we're going to talk about some of those things, uh, some of those differences, and how we can overcome them to be able to um, eliminate any barriers that may be there. So for men, (laughs) men tend to think compartmentally. Definitely. And since the men are here, I'm going to allow them to expound on that because I'm okay. not a man. Right. And I don't think that way. I love right. the way she, she relates there because a, a, a lot of women don't understand it. They want to think, I hate that book that T.D. Jakes got. I'm not T.D. Jakes. Uh, uh, Steve Harvey. Think oh, like a man. man. I, like, yeah. I hate that book because why can't she do that? Right. Yeah. yeah. But go ahead, man. Men. And this is this is me to the T. Think mm-hmm. compartmentally. Mm-hmm. We like to keep separate files in our mind. 
And with me, I don't like to merge things together. That way, I'm, I can stay organized. I can stay on track, you know, I'm gonna keep my finances, you know, uh, my car note here, my mortgage here, whatever I need to do, I need to keep it separate so I'm able to understand because my whole goal is to make sure my family is very well taken care of. Right. Yeah, and that's that's me, you know. Uh, boys, man, we also, when you come, we report facts and to the point. We want the bottom line. There's right. no other way around it, gray area. you know. And yeah. I, you know, there's no gray area, you know. This is, I mean, for some people, right. there might be. Right. But I'm just saying, give me the facts. Let me know what I'm dealing with. Let me know who I'm dealing with. Right. Yeah. So I know how I need to respond. Right. Right. It's like going to the grocery store. We go in exactly and get milk and come right back out. Right. The woman would go through every aisle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and, and yeah. I mean, and that's what people want. You know, you, for me, if you tell me a dollar ninety nine, that's what that's I'm expecting. Right. A dollar ninety nine. Now you know my wife. You might say, "Well, it could." Let me see if I can talk them down. Mm-hmm. Let me see if there's a discount. Right. Let me see. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Right. But the dollar ninety nine. That's what I'm going for because right. that's what I've set my mind. And that's how we be. think. Right. That's how yeah. we think. But I think it's logical and reason. Right. Yeah. Right. So, right. Like you, like you say, um, I go to the grocery store and it's nothing. I can take the same hundred dollar bill. Go in the grocery store with my wife with a hundred dollar bill. She would be in there four hours and go one hundred and fifty dollars. No. <laughs> I can go in there and get the everything that she has for under one hundred and fifty dollars and be out in, in thirty minutes. 30 minutes. <laughs> right, right. That's true, and, and that's the difference in, in um, men yeah, and women. Yeah. And Chris, you mentioned um, men want the facts. Mm-hmm. You guys want the headline and the bullet points. What is it? How much it's going to cost? When I'm going? When I'm coming back? What do I need to do? That's what you want. Right. But for women, we want to know who's going to be there. How is it going to make me feel? What do I need to be thinking about when I get there? What do I need to be thinking about before I get there? Is there somebody else I can invite? But I know only th- I just need to know what time and what's what color suit. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. And how much it's gonna cost. Yeah. Give me the bottom line. You know, I just got married five years ago. Just we just my wife used to ask me everything. Your opinion. Even when we built that house, what's your opinion? You think I should get this? 
I don't care. Get whatever you want. <laughs> but to us, yeah. that says, when you engage with us that way, that says that you care. Mm-hmm. That's giving us a level of security. That's giving us a level of comfort mm-hmm. because you're sharing your thoughts and your feelings with us. Right. But for a man, you know, it's, I'm giving you what you need. Mm-hmm. You know, what you need is the resources to be able to build a house, mm-hmm. me paying the mortgage every month, but we just want more than that. Right. We're, well, we're looking for, we're looking for more than that. Right. Because we're looking to build that rapport with you around that particular thing. And that's that part of opening up and sharing. Yeah. You know, that's the part of sharing your innermost thoughts. Right. And, you know, most, I'm working on that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, most right. men are not, you know, to share the innermost thoughts, the inner, the depths of you. Yeah. And that's, you know, when I say all right, that means hey, I'm good. Everything right. else is good, right. so we gonna keep on moving. But I know my wife wants to know how good are you? Yeah. You know what what mental state are you in? What physical state are you in? Right. Where are you? What can I do to help you? Yeah. You know, right? So it's safe to say we are different chemically, yeah, biologically, yeah, physically, yeah, psychologically, Absolutely. all of it. We're right. different yeah. all the way around and. But we got to balance it, regardless. Right. We want to, yeah. if we want to make it to sixty years, like, because yeah. I work at a retirement home. These people been married six. I'm like, how did you do it? Right. Yeah. Yeah. They're happy. They're happy. Yeah. And so I understand that it's basically boiled down to understand that we are different. Right. Yeah. Let me sit down and understand what makes us different. How do she communicates to you and how do you communicate to her and you understand it why she's like one of the things my wife is very very good at, and I call it the little boy effect okay. she always feels you know okay good yeah, every little boy you know when you get older that still the little boy still existing that, that you know that needs to that's mama baby mm-hmm. that's my big boy that's right. my little man because it, 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 it's the same thing. You know, she don't call me her little man. She don't call me, you know, she calls me, you know, baby, I appreciate what right. you do. Baby, you are a good man. Baby, That's you are. because the first thing that anybody, everybody was introduced when you come out of your mother's uh, womb was the day. Right. Yeah, and so we constantly seek that. We seek Exactly. Yeah, okay. Exactly. Yeah. And on her end, I try to provide Secure. Mm-hmm. There's no. She'll tell anybody. My husband is pretty much even keel. Mm-hmm. You know. I mean, I'm not saying I'm the perfect husband, right, right, right. but she knows what she's gonna get mm-hmm. Monday through Sunday. Yeah, my husband's very consistent, and that consistency right. provides me with uh, security, mm-hmm. and that's a a need. One of the basic needs of women in a marriage and a relationship is security. Yeah. Explain to me consistency. You, what are you Because some people may think it's just doing the same, same thing, thing over and over. over. Mm-hmm. Consistency. Explain to me and the people what it, what do you mean consistency. When when I say consistency, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm speaking of um, his behavior. Mm-hmm. You know, my husband has a very even keel response to things. So you know, I don't have to worry about him. You know, hearing something and flying out the handle. Right. You know, I don't have to worry about him, uh, you know, getting angry and giving me the stone wall. Um, I don't have to worry about my husband um, changing his, you know, 
patterns and changing his behavior. You know, today he's a saint and he's reading the Bible and studying the word. And tomorrow something happens and he's going off and right. yelling and cussing and screaming. Right. So he's consistent in that way. Now, my husband is very spontaneous. Mm-hmm. He's a lot of fun. Uh, we laugh. We have a really, really good time. But when it comes to how he handles me and he handles my needs and my emotions, very consistent. Okay. So very, it's basically very. like, uh, like I say, protection. Mm-hmm. Right. Because mm-hmm. okay. my wife, I always tell her, I don't do roller coasters. Yeah. Right. I always up and down. Right. You know, yeah. and what I mean by roller coasters, though, emotional roller coasters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. You right. know, because you, you don't, you know, you ride a roller coaster, some people think it's fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's your thing. That's your right, thing. Right. Yeah. But I don't think that I don't think roller coasters are fun. I'm like, you so, know, like, yeah. so I, you know, emotional roller coasters, you'll be an emotional wreck mm-hmm. because you always you don't know how to come in. One day you come in, hey, how you doing? Mm-hmm. You, you know, you've been thrown insults. You've been you know verbally abused. Mm-hmm. You come in. The next day is, hey, honey, you know, you got a dozen of roses. It's like, well, you was just mad. So, you know, right, what is right. going on? Right. So, you know, if there's something that needs to be addressed, you address it. <coughs> but I always say be consistently consistent. Mm-hmm. Be Try to be evenly killed. Is it, oh, is it, you know, uh, every day the same? No. Mm-hmm. But one thing she knows what she's going to get when she walks yeah. through the door. She'll be, hey, sweetie, how you doing? Right. Hey, how you, you know, when I walk through the door, it's the same thing. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So that's God's design that we just are two different beings that has to learn each other. Right. Yeah. yeah. And just a couple of other things that uh, di- differentiate men from women. We talked about uh, the thoughts and how you guys think compartmentally. Mm-hmm. And we think as women globally. So, you know, we're thinking about you know, not only the who, the what, the when, the where, the how, the why, we're thinking about all those things. But um, men tend to communicate in short phrases. Mm-hmm. Like you guys were saying, you know, how was your day today? It was good. But if you ask us that same question, how was your work at, how was your day at work today? You know, I'm going to tell you what I had for breakfast, right. the route that I took. You know, so-and-so did this today. And my response for real. <laughs> I'm going to report all those right. facts. Let me tell you what my boss did today. Let me right. tell you about this great training and all of that, because that's, that's how we were wired. That's how we we speak. And we have to, you know, understand, you know, that the short response that we're getting from our husband is not that you don't care. Mm-hmm. That's just the way that you were wired. That right. is just, the, you know, God's design for you as a man. And then we talked about, you know, men want the bottom line first. Mm-hmm. You know, tell me what the outcome is going to be. Then you can go back and build up. But we're the opposite. We want to do the build up. Um, honey, I want to go on vacation next year to Clarkson Caicos. You know, I want to tell him, you know, how we're going to get there, what the island looks like, what we can do, how, you know, we can have a great time. And my friend went, I want to give him all of that. But he wants to know how much it costs. That's it. How much it costs, and when do I need to be there? He's not even concerned about what he needs to take. Right, right, that's true. Right. And you know, with the communication part, you know, men, we 
tend not to use that many words in a day. Right. You right. know, the typical man, I think uh, I got the study, was saying between 7,500 to 9,000 words, typically on average. Mm-hmm. Most women use between, I want to say between 15,000 and 18,000 words a day. Yeah. So that's a big difference. That's a big difference. That yeah. how they like to talk, right. how my wife would talk, yeah. and how I'm not that big of a talker, right. but we still have to be effective. See, I believe in using not that many words, but be effective in words. Short words. words. Not saying that my wife is not effective. I think she's right. doing a great job now. Right. I'd be like, man, I wish I could say that. I wish right. I would have said that. Right. But that's just how we're wired. Mm-hmm. That's just how the difference between men and women and how we communicate. But you know something, you all, if you think about it, and if you are if you're really in tune to God's heart when He created men and women and how our differences, you know, how we were created and designed is so different. If you take those differences and bring them together, how awesome we can be as one. You know, you've got somebody, you know, with their eyes focused on that bottom line and what it is and how it's gonna impact the family. And then you've got someone over here caring for all the details and all those intricate things that's gonna impact everybody. And when we bring all of that together, how awesome we are as a couple. You know, we've got to start taking advantage of those things that the enemy uses to divide us. We've got to take those things and bring them together for God's glory. Yeah. Operate as one, like God designed us. And that's the power excuse me, of coming together and operating as one. It's almost taking the one half of God, the other half of God, and making one and you that you're that powerful. You know, right. we'll never be more powerful than the Almighty, right. but He's made us in His image. Right, yeah. right. And this again, that goes back to like one of the, I guess it was, I think it's in the Bible when it said you say you become one flesh. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's everything, every aspect that's of the life in your life. Yeah. I mean, bill, uh, even sharing a toothbrush or everything. Right. Yeah. Small, I mean, it's one. Come yeah. together. Yeah. So I understand. You know, I understand. And, you know, you think about merging those two lives together. You know, Drew, you mentioned you've been married for five years, but the time that it's going to take Mm -hmm. to knit you all and merge you all together, the thing that we have to stay focused on is how we're knitting and how we're merging together because how we're growing together because God wants us to uh, uh, grow up into perfection. He wants us to grow up into the way that he wants us to be and, and the purpose that, that um that he's designed for our marriage. And in order for us to grow, just like with any plant, with anything yeah. that's gonna be beautiful, it takes sunshine and rain. Yeah. Right. And right. some pruning. Yeah, you gotta be pruning right. But sunshine and rain, you know, if, if it's constantly raining, mm-hmm. it probably won't grow. If right. the sun is constantly shining, mm-hmm. it's going to dry up. So yeah. you add that balance, that sunshine and rain. A lot of times we don't like the rain because it hurts. But what mm-hmm. that hurt is you're, you're pruning and you're growing. Yeah. I've got a question. Being that that um, as men, you guys are very literal in your, 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 um, your conversation. Y'all mentioned if you had... Um, to go into the grocery store, buy milk, you know, I'm going to the store to get 
a gallon of milk. You go to the store, you get the milk, mm -hmm. you come out, that's it. Mm -hmm. But women use hint language. Think about that. Oh, you know, <laughs> we kind of we like to hit you know, yeah. down, you know. Well, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I should. I think yeah. you're you so will, right because yeah. I'm like, look, just get to tell me what it is you want. The hints, well, you should. I'm thinking about it. I really don't know, right? But I'm like, yes, you do. Yeah. <laughs> Help us with that. Help the ladies with that, y'all. I mean, I think it go right to what we were saying earlier. We Let's get to the point. Let's get to the point. I don't need all the other stuff. What do you want to do? Right. <laughs> and that hint language is, I, I personally think it's part of the romance part that but then, you're yeah. thinking what it is that I want. I want you to think what I'm feeling. Right. I want you could. to give me what I'm feeling. And it yeah. takes time. It takes effort to do yeah. that. Yeah. It, it takes effort to really, you know, uh, I don't know, do you really? And then, you know, it's like, okay, we're going to go to your favorite restaurant, whatever it is. So, you know, well, I would like to go out where you want to go. It don't matter. Yeah. This is where we're going to take it. Yeah. And, hey. that, and that's that part of, oh, he was thinking. He was, he oh. know what my favorite color is. He know what my favorite restaurant is. He know what I like to do at this time. See, and that's where that 25 years for me worth the five. See, I didn't even think about that at all. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about that at all. So, and, and, uh, and this again, I heard uh, like one of those other guys say, TJ, you know, or whatever, said women like power. I'm not like toxic masculinity, but right. power. They want you to take control. control. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Take control gotcha. and you know whether it's not about how much money you're spending, mm -hmm. it's how much you're thinking about me. Right. And how right. much time did you put put in to learn what I like and don't like. If she don't like flowers, why am I gonna send her a dozen roses? Right. Uh Every Valentine's. I mean, you weren't paying. You ain't paying attention. Right, right. But if she like getting a hamburger, cheeseburger on this day, right. it's simple. I mean, someone else be like, "Well, I don't eat that. I don't eat right. me, But, but this is what she like. What she like. Right. So that means you took the time out to really see and understand that you have been listening. Mm -hmm. You have been paying attention. Right. Because there are hints going out daily. Yeah. We got to study each other. Exactly. We got to study each other. There you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. I never thought about it that way, and, and it's and, and it's crazy because now I want to go home and start over. I want to go all the way back to the day after the uh, win. <laughs> the day after the win. But you know, they talk about the day after the wedding, and this is I, 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 it's funny you said that because most people think of the wedding, but they will never put any effort into the marriage. Because the wedding takes a lot of, it takes a lot of planning, mm -hmm. it takes a lot of do, and everyone comes to the union to celebrate mm -hmm. your union as you take those vows to God, because you're communicating those vows right. to God. You're right. communicating to God, and you're communicating mm -hmm. to all of these people right. that you have invited, right. and they stand in agreement. Right. And that's what I think it's a part to say is if anyone don't agree, let them now speak up. Speak up. Never hold right. their peace. Never hold their peace. And basically, that part of the marriage is saying, is there anyone here who feels like that they're not going to be able to help this couple to keep their vows and their promises to God?
Oh, I never thought about that. And I that's mean, why you gotta be careful about who you yeah, invite to your, your wedding. wedding. Say that again. You want, <laughs> you want people to be at your wedding mm-hmm. who is going to help you to be accountable to the vows that you make to God. Right. So when they ask in that wedding ceremony, is there anyone here who feels like this man, this woman shouldn't be married, whatever it is, that is to say that you are that 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 you're asking yourself, am I gonna be able to help them keep their vows to God? Right. Am I gonna help them to be able to have a godly marriage? Yep, I am. If you're there in that in that wedding party, in that ceremony, and you don't say, no, I object, I got a problem with that, I don't think right. I can do that, I don't think they can do that, you're saying, yes, I am going to be able to help you to keep your mouth to God. God. And then they say forever hold your peace. Yeah. So not come in at the end and say right. he so, ain't no good. You need well, to leave right. him. Blah blah blah. Yeah. You had an opportunity, yeah. right? But you didn't take advantage of it. Yeah. So so since you didn't take advantage of it then, and you took that vow in that ceremony with them before God, you need to be doing everything that you can to make the the, the better or worse to help them to keep those vows that 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 that, that they committed to before God. I mean, people don't know that, man. <laughs> so before, man. before you write out your, your wedding invitations mm-hmm. and your list, go through that list and you want to make sure, you know, is Sandy and Bob, are they going to be able to help me keep these vows before God? Right. Mm, they fuss and fight and argue all the time. I may not want to invite them to that part of the wedding. You know, maybe we can have something at the house, a barbecue mm-hmm. in the backyard and invite them to. But you want people, um, especially when you, when you, First, get married. Mm-hmm. Even before you get married, you want people around you and around your union who are going to help you mm-hmm. to build your life and build your uh, marriage according to the Word of God, and especially according to those vows that you take. They are so, so very important. They're very important because you're making vows to the world. Yes. You're making and all these people, you, they're all witnesses. They're yes. witnesses to right? your love to this person, your union. And to and what you said that you were going to do. Right. And that's why to this day, um, when, when you know, I meet people all the time and connect with people all the time. Um, and one of the things that I look for in a friend and a good connection is, especially if someone is married, how are you... Uh, hold upholding your commitment that you made to your spouse because if you're not upholding the promise that you made to them before your witnesses and to God what kind of friend are you going to be for me right 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 are you going to be a trustworthy person are you going to be somebody I can count on are you going to be somebody with some integrity if you're right. not able to do that with your spouse you're going to do that with me. And, I'm just your yeah, friend. Yeah, and see, this that goes back to single women hanging with married women. It, it, could they go? I'm asking. Should I? I need to ask because we're divorced women. Put it that way. Because I know of uh, plenty of married women who and and this best friend with divorced women. Mm-hmm. And to me, I'm thinking that would be almost like not a burden on their relationship. But you're gonna be like a, 
I don't want to say hinder. It's another word I'm looking for, but it, it can have an influence on your relationship. It can. Uh, I mean, I understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And is she a bitter divorce woman? Yeah. I tell you what, that's interesting you say that. I just met this woman uh, maybe about a month ago, and uh, she's a divorcee. She has two children, and um, I tell you, I have just connected with that woman so uh, genuinely, and it's just such a loving relationship. And she's a she, she's divorced, mm-hmm. uh, but she has such a love for God in her heart. Okay, and she's yeah, she's she she's divorced, she's single, but um, just the love that she has for the Lord in her heart has connected me to her. Right. So you know, I you know whether the person is married, whether they're single, whether they're a divorcee, I think it's the heart. Right, and then. By you understanding and how they communicate in their relationship with God, you will know your boundaries with this man, yeah, and you exactly. won't be expressing things that there could harm go. their relationship. Exactly. There you go. Oh, they, yeah. That's it. That's what I yeah. said. They're bitter. Right. If they're right. bitter, then they're going to walk all over the boundaries. Right. There, there are no boundaries, and we go back to those rules of engagement. Right. Okay. To those rules. She don't, you know, to them, you know, she think, well, all men are no. Mm-hmm. All men are dogs. There you go. Okay. You know, okay, all men, right. you know, I hear that, but what about the flip side of that? Mm-hmm. You know, if all men are dogs, what about women? I don't believe all men. I know there are good right, men. Right. You know, I've heard this quote who was saying, there are no good and bad people in this world, mm-hmm. but there are people who do good things and there are people who do bad, bad things. I truly believe that. I truly believe that. Mm-hmm. It's all about the decisions and the behavior. Yeah. yeah. That was an awesome discussion discussion you all. Um, I think we've come to grips with the fact that men and women, we communicate differently because we think differently, we act differently, we we, uh, speak differently by God's design. Um, But we know, we have to know that each partner has to be accountable for their behavior. You know, they have to be accountable to know that the other person is different, so I need to behave differently. Mm -hmm. And that's where, you know, we can bridge the gap and we can you know, begin to, you know, connect with each other and have that communication bring connection instead of a disconnection from each other. So, um, you know, we're not the same. God designed it to be that way. And we're going to celebrate that. Always. And we're going to be good with it. Right. 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 So, um, you know, I I was thinking about, you know, as as you guys were just talking about, you know, um, you know, the different relationships that women can connect themselves to. Um, while y'all were thinking about that, I was thinking about um, barriers, you know, things that we can do, things that we can, uh, you know, that that can happen, that can make our communication not as effective as it needs to be. And some of those things that, you know, maybe we can share with the audience that, um, that can eliminate those barriers. And one of the things that I thought about is, uh, and we talked about it before, and that was just our tone. Definitely. You know, watch our tone and just be polite. You know, I don't think, you know, I, I, I was just thinking, thinking, thinking about this, even as we were preparing the lesson. Has there been any time that I was in a heated argument with anybody, you know, with my husband or anybody else where I stopped and changed my tone and it didn't, you know, break something right. in, in that communication, you know, almost just dissolve that argument almost dissolve that frustration immediately right because that that tone is so important 
and that's my I'm gonna say 99% of my problem 99% of my problem is my t- even when I'm talking to my brothers my friends they take me so aggressive mm-hmm. and like and and they start to come back mm-hmm. because they think I'm being aggressive towards them because of my tone right. and even through my high school even playing when I was in high school college playing ball I can be on and I, I think that may have been part of the problem by me being so competitive right yeah and it brought out an aggressive tone right and so I'm learning then I think that's my biggest problem is just being and knowing how to say things it's like deprogramming myself my other competitive ways mm-hmm. and reprogram myself to what it's supposed to be right mm-hmm. and it just I mean there's a time and a place for everything. right Mm-hmm. You just can't keep the same tone everywhere. I, but there's a time and place. You know, there's I a go. time and place to be aggressive, and there's a time and place that okay, let me comprehend. You know what I need to bring to this right. situation. Right. You know, mm-hmm. is it aggressiveness or is it you know uh, do I need to tone it down and and do something different? Right. But you know, and that's it takes practice right. because I'm mm-hmm. still learning that too what do I need to bring to this situation right. I can't bring knife and fork if we're trying to eat we ain't got no plates go. you know yeah. somebody else already got the knife and fork right. so then we don't need that Right. so you know hey I need to bring some plates to this or do we need drinks right. you know what is it that do this situation what is it that my wife need today right. what is it that this relationship need right. you know what am I bringing to the table? What do I need to learn? What to bring to the table? Mm-hmm. Right, right. Mm-hmm. What do you all think about um, communicating via social media, text messages, and things like that? I don't, me personally, I don't. Now, I'm very vocal about not like relationship things, but I'm very vocal on like politics and stuff. But for my household, never. I would never. Mm-hmm. put anything about my household online unless I am showing pictures mm-hmm. of me and my family together. Mm-hmm. So if you're having a disagreement with your wife, you don't air it out on no, Facebook. No, no, no. <laughs> you don't air it out on wrong, Instagram. Right. I you think know. that's the wrong thing to do because yeah. now you're inviting the people that doesn't or wasn't the witness mm-hmm. to come into your marriage. And could. That's where we yeah. go back to the wedding vows. Right. right. Exactly. See, and that's what people don't take into account. Right. Those wedding vows that social, social media, mm-hmm. you're going to the world now. Yeah. And if people don't want you to be together, you think they're going to uh, uh, want you to stay together, tell right. you how to stay together. Right. And everyone wants you, you know, they're going to give you the likes and dislikes. You, right. you should or you shouldn't. Mm-hmm. But we never we never go to social media to God and right. say, God, what do And social media is Bible. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. what the word is. <laughs> is you know, it's whatever you want it to be. But Man. what do the word of God says about your situation in your marriage? Mm-hmm. Whatever you're dealing with. What do God say about it? Yeah, yeah. You know, if, if I'm having um, uh, some frustrations or some upsets with my husband, you know, I'm not going to text him that. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm going to, you know, wait until both of us are in a calm place to where we can discuss it. Because, you know, sending something like that over a text message, mm-hmm. you lose the body language, you lose the inflection in your voice, you lose the connection, mm-hmm. you know, and that's not. Um, you know, it's just not an effective way. And it's not a healthy relationship because the relationship is you are relating to someone. Mm -hmm. Okay. You are relating back and forth, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's that sender 
and that receiver. Mm -hmm. And yes, you're sending and receiving mm -hmm. through the airways, but there's nothing like personally sending something mm -hmm. and personally receiving something because there's more to it because you have emotions in it. Right. You have uh, uh, affection mm -hmm. and, and body, language, and body language, all body of that. Language. You know that is right there with you. I'm going to get you that this morning. I was upset about something I texted. Mm -hmm. So I should wait till a, we come to a common ground, a place where we can in front of each other. Right. Yeah, and you can that connection. Yes, right. you're upset. You're going to be upset. Right. But I still want to be connected to you. Right. But when you send it out there, there's a, you're already disconnected. Right. Right. And, you know, uh, I used to go when your phone was turned off. I'm sorry, this long, this. This number is no longer you in have service. You reached a number that's no, no longer, longer in service. service. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's good. Um, we have to uh, resist inappropriate reassurances, uh, unintentionally invalidating the other person's feelings. So you're having a conversation with someone, mm -hmm. and and you know your or or your spouse, and your spouse says, you know. That really, uh, you know, what you said really hurt my feelings. Oh, no, it didn't. That didn't hurt your feelings. Well, they're my feelings. Mm. You know, so instead of, you know, invalidating those feelings, we can say instead, well, tell me how I hurt your feelings. Right. Or I apologize for hurting your feelings. That wasn't my intent. Mm -hmm. How did I hurt your feelings? Tell me what I can do differently next time so that I won't hurt your feelings. Right. Instead right. of, you know, telling them, you know, no, you didn't feel this or no, you don't think that or, you know, um, you know, basically telling that other person, you have to have my permission, mm -hmm. you know, to feel and think. You know, I'm not guilty of that one because I find myself when my wife tell me something or I see her feelings hurt, I tend to get my, my feelings start getting hurt. Mm -hmm. I, and mm -hmm. even if somebody from years ago, anybody just tell her, or say anything that hurt her feeling, I get offended. I feel like I'm about to cry sometimes. Yeah, right, right, so, right. Yeah, I don't think I don't have that problem. But I do see what you're saying because we do have relationships or, or people that think that only their feelings matter. Nobody else's feelings matter but theirs. Right. Yeah, you can't be like that. Oh, no. Yeah, no. They have blinders on in the relationship. Right. Um, Nonverbal communication. Um, accounts for about 55% of our communication cues. It is a lot. So, you know, not only is what I'm saying, the words that are coming out of my mouth, but, you know, the expression on my face, you know, you're talking to me and I'm sitting here like, you know, very unconcerned. You know, I'm looking all around. Right. I'm fidgeting. I, I've got my phone out. You know, I'm not connected with right. you. Those are those nonverbal communications that can shut down a conversation you know just True. totally shut it down you know that, that body language sometimes speaks much louder than the words um, that we're actually saying right and yeah I, I can totally agree with that yeah because again and I hate to keep referring to my relationship, but that's the only thing I can relate right, to. Right, yeah, right, yeah, right. That's your uh, experience. When I wake up in the morning, my wife can tell if I'm in a good mood or a bad mood. Mm -hmm. And she, she, she would say, what size of bed you woke up on? Right. So, and she can tell because I do, I won't say anything. I just be walking around the house. Even my sons uh, do something that 
I don't agree with that she let them slide with it or something. Mm-hmm. She can tell because I won't say anything. My body language showed yeah. it and everything. Yeah. 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 So I definitely yeah. understand that one. What do you all think about uh, unsolicited advice? Uh, go into detail with you. How can unsolicited advice impact a com- impact the conversation. So um, I go to my husband and I'm sharing um, a concern that I'm having with one of our children. And he just jumps in. Uh, well, let me tell you what I need for you to do. Well, let me tell you what you need to do. You need to do no. this, this, and this. And you were wrong when you did this, this, and that. There you go. I hate that. Yeah. Let me tell you the reason I hate that. Again, we're always putting the blame on somebody else for what mm-hmm. have I done. Yeah. And, and a lot of times in uh, the unsolicited uh, advice, that person really just want to vent. They know what to do. Right, right. <clears throat> they don't need the answer. They want you to hear them get whatever it is off their chest because they already their mind is already made up on what right. they're gonna do. Right. Yeah, yeah. And you know something, Chris, you mentioned venting. I think um, venting is good to a certain extent. Because I think venting is sharing that problem you're getting it off of your chest. But I think at some point we have to cut the venting off and move to resolution. Exactly. Okay. I agree. Get the person to a point of, you know, I hear what you're saying. I'm glad you were able to release that. I hope you feel better. But what are we going to do to resolve it? What are you going to do next time? And if we do have advice or suggestions to offer, we can say, you know something, as you were talking, um, I thought of something that may be able to help you. Can I share that with you? Yeah, you can share that and give your give the other person an opportunity to um, it, uh, uh, decide whether or not you know, they want your advice or you know they want the suggestions that you have. But you know we have to be careful in always giving our advice because. And then our advice is not always the correct and the right advice. Yeah. Right. <laughs> You're giving your opinion. We give your opinion, not, right. Not a, a true uh, solution to the problem. Right, right. Because, right. you know, sometimes right. those things my husband can do and say, on his job, I can't do it. Correct, correct. Oh, we do God. have a lot of freedom on our job. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, something, this goes for the ladies, um, I think, more so than the gentleman. Mm-hmm. Um, we have to avoid those rapid-fire questions. You know, where did you go? Well, why did you come home? How long have you been there? Why did Who you do you this? With? Who would you with? How you know, just you those rapid, you know, fire questions because although those questions may be legitimate, you need to have the conversation. It just elicits defensiveness and it uh, erodes trust. Right. Now, what if they don't ask enough questions to the point of like, you're out all the time and your wife never asks you like where you've been. Like you got too much freedom. Mm-hmm. What if the, it was the reverse? How oh, would you take that one? Wow. That is a very good question. You know, I think that's where the other person have to start asking questions. You know, um, my schedule is, uh, uh, is really hectic. I know that I'm, you know, away from the home more than I want to be. How do you feel about that? You know, can you share with me, you know, how would you feel if I was here more? Or, you know, how would that impact our relationship? So again, taking that communication ownership back on you. 
So there is a message that needs to be conveyed. I'm sending it, the other person's not receiving. So I need to be able to go back and reset on again and try this over again. So you can, you know, help the person to open up a little bit because it could be that, you know, I have a lot of thoughts and feelings about that, mm -hmm. but I don't want to share because I don't want to start an argument right. or I don't want the conversation to go in the wrong direction. Okay. Understandable. Yeah. Now, I yeah. had that. Yeah. That's been, I, I remember a situation like that also. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we have to, um, you know, I like to say, begin with the end in mind. You know, mm -hmm. what do I want this outcome to look like? Mm -hmm. You know, how, you know, um, what kind of response, you know, do I need back from this person? Mm -hmm. So that's, you know, that's the way that I'm going to um, approach them. Huh? Okay. Um, and you know, you, you guys, again, ladies, we're good with the leading questions. How I look in this dress? <laughs> Is, is that is that appropriate or not appropriate? I don't know. You know, I don't know. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's it's you know one of those conversations that you need to have. You right. know, you may be in a, a relate. You know, your relationship may be where you know you can be honest that way. Mm -hmm. But for the person asking the question, you have to make sure that the intent of the question is right. The intent of the question. You're you know, not trying to right. uh, uh, manipulate. manipulate. Right. right. You know, you're not trying to put that person in a bad situation by asking, you know, um, what was that $50 for? Right. You know, I mean, when, when you're really wanting to know something else. Right. You know, right. I really want to know uh, your spending behaviors during the week. So instead of me just saying, hey, you know, we need to get a budget around our weekly spending. You know, I'm going to say, you know, I may say, um, I saw you the, uh, withdrew $50 from the bank. What was that about? <laughs> you know, yeah. leading questions. You know, mm -hmm. that's, you know, it really was, the issue is really not the deposit from the bank. The, the is, real issue is our budget. Right. And we need to get ourselves in line with the budget. And then uh, last but not least that I want to share is the placating. And, and this is something I, you know, we see when my husband and I uh, counsel married couples. And I, I see this at work. I see it in, you know, relationships outside of marriage where we just go along with the sake of going along. You know, just agreeing for the sake of agreeing. You know, do you want to eat at this restaurant? Yeah, that's, that's fine. fine. Mm. Um, my parents are coming over this weekend. That's, That's fine. Right. You I'm, know, I'm guilty. And yeah, I'm guilty. Yeah. You, know, <laughs> you don't kids, agree with it. You just give it in. Right. I say anything. Yeah. Right. And then what happens later on down the line is a big blow up because you started just putting that little bit of dynamite together, and then all of a sudden you just blow it up. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm you start. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you start talking about, you know, one day at band camp back in 1998 and when we got married, you know, <laughs> this, and it's this like, right. happened. This happened. We start talking with the, with the fingers. This, mm -hmm. you start naming it because you're going back. Right. That happened. This happened. This happened. This happened. Mm -hmm. Well, why you didn't say nothing? Well, I couldn't. Right. Because mm -hmm. you wouldn't listen to me. Well, why you didn't say that back last mm -hmm. month or last week when that happened? happened? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We have to avoid um, the placating because remember, an effective conversation mm -hmm. is, 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 is effective. That communication is effective when the sender sends a message, the receiver receives the message, and there's resolution. Things that are left in the air just kind of lingering, that's not a good conversation. Mm 
that's right. not effective communication. We need to make sure that there is um, uh, resolution okay. in our conversations. But then, you know, some things that we can do to bridge the gap, and I know I'm talking a whole no. lot. No, so I'm I'm enjoy- gonna, I am in counseling right now. I'm going to get it together. You already have it together just by you having the heart to learn more and want to, and to receive, to receive more mm-hmm. and to do more. You know, it's kind of like, you know, the uh, Holy Spirit just, you know, he's inside of us, but he's just, you know, pouring in, pouring in. As you're pouring in the word, pouring in the word, that word is being stirred up on the inside of you. And one day, it's going to erupt. Mm-hmm. And all of these things are just going to be a natural right. flow. It's just going to be a natural um, uh, occurrence for you. You're not going to ha- have to try to communicate better mm-hmm. or to be a better husband or to do this or to do that. That's the, the work of the Holy Spirit. Right. Okay. You know, all we have to do is do it God's way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he'll take it from there. We don't have to try hard, you know, to be because we already are in him. So, um, number one, speak their language and not your own. And this Think is, about that. That may be the hardest thing out of everything in communication mm-hmm. because we're so used to doing things our way, we're acting our way, but we never think about if somebody else involved in our life. Exactly. Right. I, we see that a whole lot. Mm-hmm. A whole lot. Because right. we only take into consideration where we're at. Is we're sitting at this table. If you sitting on the other side of the table, you got a different point of view, right? Because right. you're viewing it from a different place, and that's where we have to kind of understand. Okay, this is my point of view. This is how I see things. Baby, how do you view this? How do you see this? What are your thoughts? Because just like I want to take, I want her to take into account my feelings and thoughts. I have to take into account her feelings and thoughts. It goes both ways. Um, speak for yourself. Use phrases like I believe, I feel, rather than the more offensive you should and you didn't. I agree with that also. Mm-hmm. Just personal accountability. You know, when you said what you said yesterday, it made me feel whatever. Mm-hmm. That's me. And for the other person, I respect the way that you feel. I'm sorry I made you feel that way. What can I do differently? You know, I can change, um, you know, my communication, but everyone's being accountable for for their actions. Um, In a disagreement, focus on understanding the perspective of your partner and not your comeback statement. Yeah. I call that the double yeah. double. Can't just, wait to know, get I'm in. Just, I can't wait, wait to get in. Yeah. Nah, I'm gonna hold, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna yeah. let you finish first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, 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 don't. Yeah. Yeah. Say what you say. Yeah. And you yeah. sit back there. Yeah, I got some for that. Yeah. I got yeah. some for yeah. you on that. We do it. We do that. Driving down the street on your way home, and okay, you know, if she say this, I'm gonna say it like this. And I'm gonna roll my neck twice, right. and I'm gonna put my finger up. You know, I mean, we practice. Yeah. We come back, and, we, and while we're practicing the comeback statement, we're not hearing anything that's said. We're not hearing the heart. We're not hearing the words. We're not hearing what we need to know. Or, or what things. we need to do, yeah. right? Or where that person is at, and what they're feeling, right. how they're feeling about it. I mean, they could be in agreement with you, but if you're not listening, just waiting on the comeback, you just yeah, you'll yeah. miss the whole night. <laughs> Have y'all ever been in a conversation? I know Chris, you and I, we've done that, and we're talking back and forth, and I'll say something, and Chris will say, 
I just said that. Oh, okay. Because I, I, I was ready yeah. for my comeback. Yeah, you're ready. I was like, oh, you agree? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. you know, yeah. I, I was getting my comeback together. Yeah, and yep. we, we, I'm, we get, I'm guilty of it. Yeah. I'm very guilty of it. I can okay. hold it. Hold it. Hold on. Keep on finishing. Keep finishing talking. Go ahead. Yeah. 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 See, yeah. you thought I wasn't paying attention. You thought I wasn't yeah. paying attention. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I saw the whole thing. I yeah. just wasn't going to say nothing then. Exactly. Well, why not? It's like yeah. the whole time yeah. you're sharpening that exactly. sword. And then you're going back sword. into the past. Right. You're going yeah. yeah. to you find those something that happened three months ago. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. And Sorry. that's really the, you know, the next, you know. Stay in the present. Mm -hmm. When you're in a disagreement, don't bring up the past. And what happened in the past is in the past. Mm -hmm. Now, another question I ask people, how often do you drive in reverse? Right. Very, a very small amount of time. Most of the time you in drive going forward, you're going to drive in reverse to back out to go forward. Mm -hmm. So that's basically what the past is, to back out of what situation you're in Mm -hmm. to move forward and where you want to go. And that's why that uh, resolution is so important because if it's resolved, then typically it's not going to come back up. Mm -hmm. We bring up unresolved things. Great, great. Yep. So when we talking, because we tend to, another part of this, interrupt because we want to interject. Mm-hmm. We want to interject. Mm-hmm. What, now tell you what, what are you talking about again? Right. We ain't gonna do that. Mm-hmm. She never blamed you for it. She could have never yeah. blamed you for nothing. Yeah. But we tend to interject okay. and want to interrupt. Or when you're talking and a person interrupts, then they feel like they never forget. They never get a chance to finish their statement, yeah. and they forget what they're getting ready to say to to try to tell you don't interrupt me and then right. they forget what they're saying they're frustrated so yeah. you want to know what that's going to lead to they're not going to say anything at all mm-hmm. right now, I ain't no sense of me talking you don't listen to me no way that's how it's right there I mean right. because you, you don't interrupt me anyway I ain't going to get to finish saying what I'm saying yep. mm-hmm. it don't even matter mm-hmm. it don't really matter mm-hmm. and, and you know what as an older guy told me if we would just listen to our wives they 95% right yeah. I like that. They, they 95% right. And, and and the more and more, again, I'm going to lose my relationship again in five years. Probably 98% of chance my wife was right about me. <laughs> it's just that I'm so stubborn and don't want to accept it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I take accountability yeah. for myself. I am a stubborn guy. And I'm against, even though my kids play sport. And I'm not gonna wanna use that as an excuse, but the excuse is how they made you. Even our mm-hmm. job being a firefighter, you have to lose these feelings. Right. And you have to, yeah. Yeah, and so I wanna say that I don't wanna use it as an excuse, but I will kind of mold it like this. Because you've been doing something since you were five years old, you get molded to that. You see it. Right. But the answer is that, you know, I try to have an open mind. Right. I try to be open. You know, the, the communication. Uh, I remember I was in the Navy, I was overseas, and I was in Italy. And I'm speaking, minute he spoke no English, I spoke no Italian, but we had a communicate, we had a conversation for two hours. Hey, and yeah, yeah. just by, by, by body language, you know, right. saying can't want to, yeah, yes and no, you know, nodding your head and not, and you know, agreement yep. and disagreement. That, and that works because you got to think about before language called English and all this other stuff come about. How do people do it? Do it through body language. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. so, you know, you, you, you have those types of situations. Yeah. 
Yeah. We got to listen more, man. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. I mean, exactly. Yeah. I mean, no, no. We all do. And not just me. Everyone needs to listen to each other. Exactly. Yeah. Because but women tend to listen. They tend to listen now. Are they listening for the right reason? That could be true. That could be true then. What are they listening for? Right. That could be true too. To edify you or to tear you down. Yeah. What a, what you know, what angle? Yeah, that's true. You're intense. Like you yeah, said, right. you're intense. Right. Yeah. So you know, are you are you listening to the good things or the bad things? And that's where, you know, as we no one is perfect. Right. We all gonna make mistakes. You know, it was all the one perfect being that was Jesus Christ. And he said the example. But as we go, you know, like I said, there's stuff accountability and just say, how can I make this better? How, what is it? How can I add to my wife? How can I add to my husband? But most of the time we think, how can we take away? How can we take away their hurt, their pain, you know, their childhood of experiences? That's what they're bringing to their marriage. Exactly right. Whether positive or negative, especially most people bring more negative than positive. And we tend to attack those negative situations that they have had. That's kind of that's because it's easy to do. It's, it's easy it's to beat somebody through. Right, it's right. hanging through. Right. And you're gonna go and you're gonna attack them instead of saying, "Hey, whoa, what's going on?" Mm-hmm. Why do you feel that way? Right, right. And not hold it against them, and they will go back and tell you that when I was five years old, uncle, my aunt, somebody done something, and they have stuck, they've stayed right there in that pain. And they dealt with everyone, and that's where people always use this statement I thought you was going to do it. Yeah, yeah. And that's the same thing as far as uh, when a woman in the childhood. All men are dogs. I think that's the big stereotype in the world. It's true. Because of one experience, you was judged from everybody. Everybody. <laughs> everybody. Yeah. yeah. Understand
You know, we want to be able to progress in life and we want to be able to move, um, you know, the way that God wants us to move in our lives and in our relationships. But, um, you know, if we're stonewalling, if we won't talk about things, if we won't release things and people and, um, uh, uh, oh, thank you for bringing that to me. If we won't forgive, you know, we have to forgive. And you all, there are some things we just need to forget. You know, Paul said it best. He said, putting those things that are behind and reaching towards those things that are ahead. You know, running that race that's set before you. Um, because, you know, always looking behind is not going to get you where um, God wants you to be and where God intends your um, marriage to be. So, um, and wrapping up. Awesome conversation. I'll say a oh, soft goodness. answer always turns away wrath. But a grievous word stirs up anger. So you want to be soft and, and be at peace. Uh, stir up, give those hard words, and be at peace. I say be at peace. Yeah, right. yeah. Because that, God tells us that choose life. And not death. Yeah. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. I'm so in the odd moment right now because everything I thought I knew, I really don't know that. We still are. We're all still. Oh, right. Yeah, we're still the wise man. The wise man said that the person that thinks he know all knows nothing. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So we gonna wrap this one up today, and we are gonna get back uh, with episode. I can never keep on bad with we're number four. 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 Yeah. Episode. And we are gonna get the episode four. We are gonna come back to you. So good night. Good evening. Good morning. Whoever you are. Farewell. Okay.